Hey, this is uh, Phil Hunter or Phil H. <laughs> Whatever. I don't, do we? No, John, our do names we are actually on the podcast. Phil okay, H. break it to you after John K. Look out, five episodes. <laughs> oh no! You never look at it, do you? I'm never. No, I do. I, I'm just never going to get a job after this. As it should be. I mean, a different job. So we got a special panel today, and we don't know what to call this. It's a Mandalorian fest, or a Mandalorian blowout, or a Mandalorian... We need something. We need a name for this. Did, any ideas, Matt P? Mando Blast. Man, <laughs> That's P. like a new pop. Matt P and Paul S. are our guests Mando today. Yeah. Welcome. We've never had four people on, so this is going to be strange. I think so. So Before I get started, speaking of soda pop... Oh. Matt, I, I thought of you. I was driving home today and saw Matt a billboard P. for another new Coke Zero. Is it the energy one or the... It just looked like a regular, it had a different style can, but it sounds like they're launching it again for the well, third no, time this, now. Well, no, this is because Bill Cosby got out of jail, so they're going to have Bill Cosby come back on and sell the <laughs> new, the new, new Coke <laughs> 0.2.0. The hunt says that Bill Cosby is his kind of people. You're listening to episode 66, Mandalorian Fest. I don't know what kind of accent this is. What is the difference between Coke Zero and Diet Coke? Oh, you opened oh. up a can of, can of worms is, there. This, it, 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 it does Cosby taste different. It. It's probably Rufy's. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> It's Coke Plus. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't know. The best I understand is that um, it's a similar variation on... It's a, it's the same kind of sweetener, I think. It's just slightly different flavoring. It's supposed to mimic original Coke more than mm. the Diet Coke does. It's and, more genetically modified. Well, yeah. <laughs> unlike those natural Cokes. The... the <laughs> The, the thing I read or heard on the internet. Oh, you did your own research. I, I, I wish I, I did. Um, was that supposedly Coke or Diet Coke, as we know it today, its flavor profile is. Sam putting those whiskey terms in there. How is it on the nose? Um, uh, uh, supposedly takes its uh, flavor from. What we used to call New Coke back oh, in, the, in the what was that in the yeah that, so Bill Cosby would be the, appropriate for this and so that that's that's the flavor there and cla- classic Coke came out and then Coke Zero is supposed to taste more like classic that that's right. that's what I've heard I don't know how true it is it's a little spicier I think I don't know Co- Diet do Coke has stuff. this weird aftertaste to me that. It's the one diet soda I just out like. I just don't like. No, my my mom would only. She didn't like Coke Zero. She liked. Um, well, yeah. maybe they didn't. I, I know Coke. people she, that feel the opposite way for sure. She swore by Diet Coke. That was what she. Yeah, did. I think they just become accustomed to the fake taste. Yeah, the, the I think the fake taste in all dark soda is bad. The only one I can stand is like Sprite Zero, because okay. it's not yeah. as pronounced. Saved by zero. And, and I just have a 
fondness for Diet Mountain Dew, which is the most unnatural thing out there. Yeah, <laughs> it it really is. Although, one. funny enough, its third ingredient, I think, is orange juice. Oh, wow. <laughs> which is really strange. What? But Yeah, it is. Look at one. Well, what do you drink, Matt? For, you're, you're a Coke Zero person? I'm a Coke Zero guy. Um, okay. I also drink Diet Mountain Dew. But yeah. I don't like uh, Mountain Dew Zero at all. Yeah, it's different. What? Okay. Strange. Yeah, yeah it's I'm a Dr. Pepper guy. Although I, it's it, it'll be interesting to see what which version of uh, no calorie Mountain Dew wins out, whether it's the 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 upstart zero <laughs> or whether Diet <laughs> will actually because I you know I see upstart. them both and all in over this the corner. Place. Yeah, it's a fight. Ding, ding, ding. So before we get into Star Wars things, oh um, my goodness, Phil, Phil, what, what are you, what are you eating? No drinking. What am I eating? I thought I heard some crunch. That's not me. <laughs> and it could be one of my teeth, but we won't talk about that today. Uh, old tub, bottled and bond. It's uh, put out by the uh, Jim's Beam folks. It's unfiltered for more robust flavor. Before Jim Beam bourbon, the Beam family made Old Tub, an unfiltered bonded bourbon. And uh, et cetera, et cetera. This is a tribute to that groundbreaking taste. <laughs> and it has orange juice in it. No. no. I got, I'm, I'm having Old Tub Zero. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I should have made a weird, I should have tried to make a weird uh, Star Wars cocktail for this, but whatever. Maybe somebody else will get me going. Uh, there must be some. So hopefully. So who's right. uh, Paul? What are you drinking? Well, I'm drinking a uh, gonna be trouble IPA, which is uh, from a local brewery here called Lost Cabin. Yeah. It's a hazy IPA, and it's part of the uh, Ales for ALS uh, fundraiser, which is uh, nationwide nice. breweries. And they get together and they produce their own beer and the proceeds go to ALS research. Excellent. Right. Yeah, it's really good. You know what? It's a, I've not had it before. The, the brewery is a favorite of mine and I, and I get a lot of beer from there. But this is a new one. It's, uh, it's pretty hazy. It's got a lot of good hop flavor. It's just under 7%. So it's pretty strong for a beer. But uh, mm. yeah, it's very nice. I, uh, I have a neighbor friend, a neighbor slash friend. I'll just say friend at this point, but he has ELS. And uh, so bless all the people that are. Yeah, apparently it's uh, like a nationwide that. deal that this Ales for ELS. There's lots of participating breweries nationwide. That's great. Yeah. Bless you all. They, they Buy ALS beer, ALS and, ale. Hey, and they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna raise money and serve me up a tasty beer at the same time. We're gonna we're gonna be very supportive of that. So That's mine's that. unfiltered, and uh, and Paul S's ale hey, is uh, hazy. Yeah. There you go. We have something in common. I'm hazy. All right, Matt. What do you got? I always save John for last because he has this thing that nobody else can. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, holy crap where did you get that no i just got back from milwaukee like an hour ago and while we were in milwaukee we went to the great lakes distillery and while uh-huh. I, uh while there we tasted a bunch of different liquors 
and uh, their rum was quite good and had a good story. Um, Pirate Dan's um, uh, rum was was quite good. So I'm having a Roaring Stormy, which is their drink, with uh, Roaring Dan's rum and ginger beer and lime. Very nice. That sounds really, really good. That does sound good, yeah. And John, I'm sorry, we don't have time to talk about what you're drinking. So let's get on to the... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I'm not going to outdo that, actually. That, that's, that's we should cool. have Matt go last. We, we'll edit it. <laughs> sure. You that always works. That. We'll always do that. Um, I am drinking a Japanese whiskey today oh. called Kayo. I think that's how it's pronounced. K-A-I-Y-O. And it's a uh, cast strength uh, Scotch style whiskey. Don't know how old it is because it doesn't tell me, but uh, it, it's really different. I, I'm not sure I've got a handle on it yet. It's <laughs> a lighter. It's had? not you know. It's not smoky or anything like that. It's very light, but it's also got a Speyside. ton of richness. And of course, it's it's 53 percent alcohol, so it's very very rich. So, this is space so side of Japan. Nice. Uh, well, most Japanese whiskeys are, are like that, actually. But they don't. They don't get real smoky. Smoke. Not typically. Um, sometimes they will. They'll like import peat from Scotland and smoke it there oh, to, to give that flavor in. Because I guess peat doesn't grow in Japan, <laughs> or <laughs> if it does, it doesn't come out the same way, probably. But uh, yeah, uh, interesting whiskey. Uh, I'll, Stay tuned on that. I might have future episode. Maybe I'll be able to describe it a little better. Or, or maybe later later today. Fine. <laughs> well, maybe. Right. Have about three more, and we'll check in with you later. Yeah, and I've got, for, for, for a change, I have a nice day, so I'm sitting outside, so excuse the noise. Oh. It's just too nice not to be out the here. Black helicopters. Yeah, yeah. So to, to get into our little discussion... Now that we've all seen the Mandalor- Mandalorian, um, I wonder if we should get into it from a, where we, how we approach Star Wars in general, because I, I think that plays into our appreciation for the show oh. beyond its just general goodness. But it's really, um, yeah, it, it, it kind of, for me, it plays into some nostalgic elements, things like that. So I'm kind of curious, maybe we can each give an opening statement <laughs> <laughs> of, of sorts, <laughs> for lack of a better term, about how, um, obviously, if we grew up with Star Wars, um, if, if we get into it um, beyond just that we go see the movies and all that kind of kind of thing and how we approach that. So um, yeah. I will toss it over to, let's say, Matt, if you want to toss, toss something out there. Matt all right, is so going to toss something out. speech about how I got into Star Wars. Um, 1977 is when the movie came out, but I was thinking the other day, I can't remember when I actually first saw it. I would have been six in 1977. Um, I do remember specifically when I went to Empire and Jedi, but I can't remember if I saw Star Wars in 77 or 78 because living in a small town in South Dakota, you you got to go to movies when they got to you. Um, So... Let's say I first saw it when, when it came out in its first running. So, and I've been into it ever since. Um, big uh, toy collector back then. Um, less so now, but still fairly active, at least in the original trilogy. 
Uh, don't hate the uh, the prequels and don't hate the um, the sequels um, as much as others. Loved the Mandalorian. Um, didn't really watch too much of the cartoons. Did watch the Clone Wars, just not all the way through. So it's parts of the Mandalorian I had to do some research on, find out what's going on. But uh, it's been it's been a good ride. Star, the whole Star Wars thing's been a good ride. Oh, cool! Thank you. Um, so, Paul, what do you what do you, where do you come at this? Well, Star Wars, I think the original, the New Hope, was the first movie that my dad ever bought home and I watched on a VHS. So, and it was kind of love at first watch with that movie. And uh, that progressed. I, I think that uh, Empire would have been the first one that I saw in the in the theater uh, at a young age, and then uh, and then obviously Jedi. But after watching that on on a on a video on a video cassette at home, I know that like Matt, I got into the whole toy collecting thing. Not something that I've continued. And man, I wished I'd held on to some of that stuff I had because. I had a lot of it, and I don't know where it went over the years, but I could, I could either have a nice collection or make some money out one or the other now. But but over the years, I've just I've just uh, continued that 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 love of Star Wars. I like Matt. I don't love the prequels, but I don't hate them either. There's I think there's some good things in the prequels, uh, that that are there if you look for them. Uh, I liked the sequels. I didn't particularly like the the last movie, but I really liked Force Awakens and the, and uh, uh, the Last Jedi. I re- I really liked both of those movies. And as far as the cartoon stuff has 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 gone, I haven't watched them, but I did just because of my fandom. Kind of kept up with the lore and the and the and the canon with it and the stories and what's going on with that. But I just. I just didn't have the patience to watch all of Rebels, and uh, 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 you've got what well, you got Rebels, and you got the Clone Wars, and uh, now the Bad Batch, and th- there's a lot of uh, cartoon content out there. I kept up, like I say, with the lore and the characters, uh, just out of a fan interest, but never watched all that stuff. Really like what Disney have done with with some of these spin-off movies, with Rogue One, and I think Solo was unfairly criticised, and. And now you bring us up to the Mandalorian, where I mean, this is some of the best Star Wars content since the original trilogy, and I'm pretty excited to talk about it. Ooh, oh, good one. Yeah. So, Phil, what do you think? Well, let's see. I probably saw them all in the theater. I remember we had to wait a long time in line. Uh, the The line would wrap around the block at the the movie theater, maybe a couple times over. And uh, I don't, I don't remember seeing the first one in the movie theater, so I could be wrong, but I'm sure I did at some point. Maybe not initially when it first came out. Um, I, I guess my biggest memory was the end of Empire Strikes Back, and I probably talked about this before, but you know, that was like, oh shit, what? I mean, I didn't say that, maybe, but. I had to wait. I knew because I knew I'd have to wait seven or eight years or something to find out what happened to Han Solo and all this other stuff. I mean, it, it, these kids today. I mean, every you know you can watch every episode in one in one week or whatever, but or every episode season. 
but uh, yeah, but you know, we had the we had the characters, so we'd act out what we thought would would happen. The little toys. I, I think my brother Blake has most of the stuff, and I don't know even the toys I had, which isn't. I got to figure that one out. I got to extract some of them back from him, I suppose. But I, I also have a large collection of the bubblegum cards. So how about that? I don't know if those are worth anything. Maybe or did could... you just keep the bubblegum and not the card? <laughs> <laughs> I had it all backwards. Oh, damn it. Well, okay. So, but I'm going to say that those three, when I was a child watching those, I mean, they were, I don't know, just, just so I hate to use the word magical, but that's what they were. And uh, all, all of the other prequels, sequels, etc., I've enjoyed. Um, but, nah, it, not quite as much. And I, and I, I know that's part of it. Part of it is because I'm older and it's not the same thing as watching something for the first time as a kid. This opening or introducing yourself to this whole new world. Uh, and Jar Jar Binks, so he was uh, my favorite character of all time. But um, we had, it, it was a matter of time before Jar Jar. Well, I, unfortunately, they got into the accents to differentiate characters instead of the subtitles. Well, maybe they'll but go it, back and redub him or something. Well, <laughs> me so sorry. No, no, but, no uh, I think when when Lucas sold the company to Disney, it was in the contract that Jar Jar could not be altered. <laughs> I, I, I'm kind of glad he sold it, frankly, but because because I really enjoyed Mandalorian. But we'll get into that later. How about you, John? Yeah, yeah, uh, very similar things. Um, I have very vivid memories of seeing A New Hope uh, in its first run. Uh, Rob, Rob, my brother, and I would we we definitely saw it that first summer. I I think it came out in May of that year. Does that sound right? Something like that. Because the it sticks the out. The narrator will tell us because May twenty third um, or something like okay, that. Okay, yep. So we saw it pretty close to when it came to the old Rapid Theater, Rapid City, well, where where all the big movies seem to come. Where and Nixon is we, now. Yeah, now Nixon's on the corner there. It's across from Hardy's down there. So, <laughs> great, great, great part of town. No. <laughs> and, Rapid City has statues of the presidents. It's not actually like. Nixon's corpse. Or Nixon's actually my favorite statue because he's sitting there in this chair oh. with this evil look on his face. It's he's plot, plotting to take over the stock. <laughs> yeah, he's plotting. It's kind of like the uh, the emperor there. No, anyway, back to the show. <laughs> um, but yes, we saw it there multiple times. We, we were blown away from by it, and we of, of course had seen Star Trek the original series earlier. Just by a number of years because we caught that on television and as much as we love and continue to love star trek they seeing star wars like this on the big screen with those amazing effects and everything really just knocked our socks off it was it was, it was just something else and we kept going back to see it whenever we could and i know i, I believe i kept track and i think that that one summer we saw it ten times in the movie theater. <laughs> I think I only saw it seven. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, it, it's it's incredible, and I, we just kept going back to it. And I, I remember going on vacation late in the summertime. We'd take a road trip, like you know, thousand miles away, and we'd be in some place, and it was playing there. So we went again. 
<laughs> like, oh, oh, Star Wars is playing. Let's go see it again. And your parents uh, wanted some time. They alone. wanted to get rid of us. So that was the big thing. But I remember it seeing it in, <laughs> while on vacation even, which is, seems kind of funny. But we, we saw that. I had the toys just like all you guys did. I, I have also have memories of my, my dog eating them. And <laughs> oh, jeez. I probably have to replicate with my incoming dog. <laughs> yeah, get her some uh, I'm Star sure Wars chew toys. I'm sure it's universally appealing to dogs, Star Wars action figures. <laughs> fun to chew up. <laughs> get her amazing. the Kira Dune uh, character to chew on. I think it, yeah. she's getting chewed on. <laughs> and, of course, I have none of that stuff anymore. It's long gone. Like most people, I guess that's one reason they're valuable. But they, they do have it, different kinds of chew toys now for, I think, some of the Star Wars versions. If they don't, they really should. And, <laughs> yeah, so a lot, the stuff around the, the movies is pretty nostalgic, of course, like all of us. And the uh, I have not seen any of the cartoon shows or, yeah, I've obviously only seen the theatrical movies, uh, which I mostly like it, to varying degrees. The, the prequels, like everybody else... It was more disappointment than anything. Just just that he felt like they really should have been better. But I certainly was entertained by them. And like Paul said, that they, they that definitely have their, their, their good elements to them. And I, it's one of these things I should probably go back and revisit them someday. I, I'm, I'm a little bit curious to see what I get out of them now. Even you know going in, having my expectations not be so high. But um, so... That, that's kind of how I approach it, and I have overall been pretty skeptical of things like Mandalorian being made into a show because, well, okay, Disney's gonna just you know milk this as much as they can. How do you do? A, how do you do, do a whole two series on that? Yeah, even just one, it just and, and plus, <laughs> and, and this is this we should have qualified this, but I never thought that the character of Boba Fett was all that interesting. I know some people did. I just, no. When I first heard about this, my first reaction was, "Why, why, why a show about? I know it's not about Boba Fett, really, but a character like that." You're going to make <laughs> one. That, it sounds like. Well, I, I, I think the idea was the reason why people loved Boba Fett was because of how Boba Fett looked, rather than oh, what I know. He did. No, he, so, he had he had a cool thing, and he had the rocket yeah. pack and all that stuff, and. I, I just thought, okay, yeah, that well, was a cool. one-trick pony, though. I mean, why, why, how would you have an entire show? <laughs> right. Well, that, so, I think they based it off of that look, you know? Oh, yeah, it's amazing what, what you could build from that pretty flimsy uh, kind of gimmicky foundation there. But, <laughs> but yeah, that, so that's where I come. I, I, I think we all are in similar, similar boats and levels of – maybe not all similar levels of skepticism, but uh, – that kind of thing. Well, so, no, I, yeah. Getting I, I, into it, I was like, eh, I don't know. I did never finish Clone Wars, but I want to someday. And, okay. and I don't think the Star Wars animated whatever fans will appreciate us referring to them as cartoons. I knew, I knew what somebody would would depict that. <laughs> yeah, That's animated. Yeah. What do they do? <laughs> animated series. <And> because <laughs> because of, actually because of the Mandalorian, it makes me kind of want to watch them because Dave Filoni, who's responsible for that stuff has got such a big hand in all this in in this show uh not only with his characters but you know his stories and and uh, and, uh, and what's it, it kind of makes me want to 
re- to to visit the animated stuff because of how good this this has been. I I, I yeah, probably I, got about halfway through when it, when it first came out. I watched it with my oldest daughter, um, but we never we never finished it. I think she lost interest in it at some point. But well, it's not Japanese. <laughs> That's true. All animated stuff's better if it's Japanese. I'm big in Japan. <laughs> I, speaking of the, that showrunner there, Paul, I, I think one of the things that's so obvious about this show is that the people behind it have kind of a similar sensibility about the Star Wars movies as we, we probably do. Yeah, like um, Especially uh, John Favreau, who They're created age. the show and, and right. wrote and directed a lot of it. And, and it, and it's really in the the kind of the look and all the little the just the the universe it takes place in is so yeah. so uh reminiscent of the original film it is it has it's, that it's, dirty beat up kind of look it's total fan service they i mean it start you, yeah. you you think back to the the first episode when he when the mandalorian makes his entrance into a cantina so already you're reminiscent of the Mos Eisley cantina there. Sure. And then you've got uh, familiar species like Quarren and Weakways in the in the cantina. And then you've got the Mandalorian making his entrance. I mean, they, they straight off the bat, they're, they're paying service to the fans straight off the bat. That's right. And, and, and then, of course, it, it's, it's mixed in with, with Western. I was just going to say. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That, that, that's total Western the thing. And... and, and you, you you cannot miss that with the music, <laughs> Marconi and stuff references. And no, I, I, no, the music is almost important. a character in itself. Now, I mean, yeah. at the ending credits, and I'm not saying necessarily throughout each episode, but the ending credits are like. I would I would disagree, Phil. I do think what? it's through each episode. I think it is through each episode. I think one of the reasons Star Wars itself is so successful is because of John Williams, and one of the reasons. Yeah. This show is so successful is because of Ludwig Göransson who did all the music in this. I think. Oh no, I'm not saying. Huge part of it, but I think some of the the, the music throughout the the show, I, I just think it's great. Oh no, I, I love it. I all. like that he love isn't trying to trying to mimic Williams' scores. No, too. no, no, no. And that, he that's, isn't that's trying to mimic Marconi necessarily either. But I, I'm just saying. There's definitely a nod to that, and I've heard some of his other soundtracks, and they're totally different than this. But whatever. Yeah, um, I think he did like Black Panther and uh, yeah. Well, he did Tenet as well. That the, the new uh, uh, what's the guy? Inception director. Oh yeah, yeah, Nolan. Christopher Nolan. Nolan, yeah, yeah, and he did he did the music for Nolan's latest one, Tenet, which is pretty cool as well. So it isn't just Disney. And during the when the when the show's running or whatever, it's a, it's more subtle or whatever. But the ending, I, I was just trying to say that the ending credits are where it really stands out and becomes right. a character on its own. No, I'm not. I don't disagree with you. No, and, and by not trying to mimic the, the the ones from the movies, it doesn't because there is so grand and kind of classical film score style, which really works for that heroic. You know the Luke Skywalker saga and all that, and it, it's big strokes, if you if you will, with the music, right. and it it wouldn't it wouldn't work in this show because it's it's such a small scale right. character in small set pieces, and, and and one thing I did like about it is that it's it's a little more episodic, so that it's not just like everything is part of some. There is an overall plot, but yep. the, the 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 pacing is not set up that way, which is. Today, with TV the way it is, it's kind of refreshing. Absolutely. And it makes it easier to watch 
when they don't release it all at once either. <laughs> what were what were some what were some standout scenes that people liked the most? I know we've I'm trying to it's been it may have been a while since some of us have watched it, but let's uh, get Matt back in. I haven't heard from him lately. I was gonna say, Matt, what's your favorite scene or scenes? Stand up well, scenes. When you say favorite scene, the first one that I went to was the end of the first episode when we met uh baby Yoda and um Mando shot the uh IG droid, which was played by Taika Waititi. <laughs> which I didn't That's know right. at first. I, yes. looked, I had to look that up, but yeah. Um, but that whole thing was just magical. That one, that one hooked me for probably at least three seasons after just watching that one scene. <laughs> I think anything with white TV gets you. <laughs> he's he's have, kind of a sure I, thing. <laughs> no, the, the IG eleven whatever scenes or scene or whatever definitely was a standout for me as well. Definitely, the um, oh, let's see. Another good. Thing. Well, so let's get let's get to Baby Yoda then. Since I was going to say, Paul, did you have a favorite scene or? Yeah, yeah. If you have one, well, maybe not. Well, I guess if I look over the 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 two scenes, the the two seasons, uh, there's a lot, and, and Matt's completely right. You're so hooked with that shot with Baby Yoda at the end of that, <laughs> that first episode. I mean, you, you you're totally into the show. But looking over, I think the one that that I remember being most most pleased with was when uh, uh, Boba Fett does show up and he's got his armor back on uh, and he's <laughs> oh, and right. he joins in with, with with Mando and they they take on the stormtroopers together. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. The the inner child in me was jumping up and down. <laughs> that, that that's. So right, and there's so many scenes like that where they they again the fan service, like you say that that they they know exactly like you can just see them when they wrote it and laid out the show that oh you know I've always thought it'd be cool to do this or this or have this character <laughs> or this kind of alien in there yeah, yeah almost like they have yeah. their action figure and they're out in the in the sand pile <laughs> playing with it yeah well, right that's probably where it came from what if Boba Fett did this. I guess there's going to be a Boba Fett series. I don't know. Well, of course, doesn't it have to be now? Well, yeah, they announced it at the end of the season. <laughs> I know. Boba Fett, yeah, yeah. I guess they have to. The, the yeah. Fennec, the Fennec Shan character, uh, his uh, partner or whatever he would say, was um, I felt was a little underdeveloped. So I hopefully they'll develop that a little more in the Boba Fett series. Oh, they have to. I mean, she's. She's too good of an actress for them not to do that. No kidding. I, I thought they could have done more with her. So she was uh what she was a voice in Mulan. She was in uh one of the Marvel series and she's in Star Wars. So she basically has the Star Wars or the Disney thing covered. <laughs> oh shoot, what's her name? Um Na Wen. Fennec no, uh what? Ming Na. Ming Na Wen. You're right. Yep. Thank you. Right. Matt gets 10 points. Oh, this, <laughs> this right. isn't the quiz show. Oh, but there could be. <laughs> oh, I would just kill for that. That's my favorite part of the show. <laughs> <laughs> well, sorry. Oh, if only I don't had. think Andy will be showing up anytime here. But um, what were some other... I, I'm jumping around here, unfortunately, and I apologize. But there were some other um, 
we'll get back into our favorite things, but there were some other kind of underdeveloped characters, I think, that I would have liked to see develop more, I guess. And what were some other... Did anybody have some characters that they were felt uh, wanting well, I more think we'll with? probably get into him, but uh, Bill Burr's character, um, yeah. what he's been doing, the... Uh, Makes me and, and that whole speech that he had at the uh, at the place where they geez I don't even have, I don't remember where they were at, but he, he was dressed up as a as a trooper. Oh yeah, that was cool. Mm, okay, that was a standout scene too. So yeah, there's more there. What we're, not, we're we only got a little glimpse of him. Yeah, so I definitely that could it, it was fun to see Bill Burr. Yeah, <laughs> Bill Bill Burr has really been showing his acting chops. I don't know if anyone else has seen. Uh, uh, King of Staten Island. No. Oh, I, I look he's forward to that uh, Pete Davidson. Yeah, he's re- Bill Burr is really good in that as well. It's really good. I, I'm not surprised. People always get surprised when comedians are, oh, wow, they can act, but I'm not. <laughs> I can't act, or and I'm not a comedian, but that's fine. What, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I'm trying to think of another character. Let's see. Um, well, Amy Sedaris's character, Peli Motto or something. I wish they could have done more with that. Now, maybe people thought that was their favorite character. I don't know, but I'm not big fan anyway. And to me, she, she's kind of a throwaway character at this point. Just taking care of Baby Yoda when Mando wants to go to do something that yeah. doesn't require him to be a father. So she, I'm not. She's a, I'm not big. No, she's she's a. I guess what I'm saying is she. What am I trying to say? She's you mean the, the actor is is not being utilized. No, she wasn't used to her full potential by any means. A babysitter. Well, <laughs> as, yeah, and I, I could have, you know, I, I was so floored by seeing Werner Herzog acting in something mm. that I no, would have liked more no, of him because he's no, great. <laughs> no, no, that gets into your favorite characters, in my opinion. No, no, yeah, and ones that I could have used even more. Werner Herzog. He, he just, he can say, you know, it's like they used to say, you can read the phone book. <laughs> <laughs> What's a phone book? Now, maybe yeah. people don't, maybe the other two don't agree with us, but I, I and I just, oh, wow. It's very Herzog. I was waiting on his every breath. <laughs> I thought, I, I, I thought the, uh, the inclusion of Werner Herzog in the, the trailers before that thing came out. Just made you want to watch it even more. I mean, <laughs> the way that guy talks and the way he makes everything sound like you say, you can read the phone book and it's interesting. Yeah, yeah, he's the and classic heavy. You know? he's, he's, yep. he just, he's just, he, he's just, per- he was just perfect in that role. He was just perfect. Oh. But, but again, I suppose it wasn't as developed as it could have been. But you can just well, read it, into the you rest. Know, and I make say up that yourself. just thinking it's really cool, but you know, maybe a little goes a long way. I don't know. Yeah, I, d- I don't think you need him on the screen the whole time. You can't. You, I don't think your brain could cope with thirty minutes. Let me just put some some outtakes in. It'd be okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, speaking of favorite things, uh, I, I think one of the things that just really I get such a kick out of is is that little scene. Um, I think it's I think it's on Mando's ship with Baby Yoda, and he's sitting there chowing down on the little eggs. Oh, the <laughs> the little frog eggs, you know, you know, when nobody's looking, it's he's such a little fucker, <laughs> and and for me that was a great character thing <laughs> because it's like, oh, you know, he's eating these these eggs. 
and there's the species is dying. Yeah, exactly. The, the, they set it up know. for like, like, oh, he has to transport and the eggs and species. And he blah, liked blah, blah. the little. And then he's just like, those look good. Plop, plop. <laughs> he liked to play with the gear shifter or whatever it was, too. Yeah, it's just the right amount of cute and funny. What are they going to do with his ship in the third season? I mean, it was like destroyed five times for crying out loud. I mean, it's like the can't... blues mobile. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> No, it's it's an X ship at this point. They were flying around in slave one at the end. <laughs> that's right. It, it is actually gone. Oh, but the maybe Boba that's going to be the case. If uh, Boba's taken over at Jabba's palace, then he doesn't need a ship. So if Mando takes oh, slave maybe. one, then well, I'm sorry, it's not slave one anymore. It's uh, <laughs> uh, Boba's uh, starship. <laughs> the toll is actually called Boba's starship and not slave one. Oh, is it changed? Um, just in the toys, I think in uh, the stories, it'll still say slave one, but they can't put they slave can't. one on a, uh, on a toy. Uh, okay. Yeah. So ah. Boba got canceled. Where's my title? <laughs> well, Cara, the Cara Dune character, that Gina Grano or whatever, she got, she said Cara Dune. She she got herself cancelled. She's like teaming up with Ben Shapiro at this point. Oh <laughs> Jesus. He, he wants to be heavy. Yeah, okay. No. He would have a ship called Slave One. <laughs> Wahoo! That's not a class action suit. I can't even say anything. This okay. Edit it edit this. Yeah, but she I don't know what she I don't know what she did. She said something, um, the well, anyway, so, can look it up and tell us. No, the first thing she said <laughs> it was anti-LGBT uh, stuff. Yeah, she was. Uh, the first thing she did when people started putting he, his, and uh, and hers and her, and and she on hers, she put on her beep and boop, and people had a fit oh. with that. And then that's what started her off, I think, because she, she just was a robot. She went off after that. <laughs> the gender gender wars. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah I don't know. All, all the things we need to lay our uh, sword down on, or whatever the phrase is. Well, she battles, wasn't. Right? I, she, she wasn't my favorite character, but uh, she kind of. At first, to be honest, I thought she was a character from Law and Order S- SUV that the actress um, <laughs> Mariska Mariska Cor Cor Mor Mor Do you watch Law and Order show, Phil? No, but I had a thing for her for a while, and I don't mean that oh, in a stalker okay. way. You know, no, she's Jane Manfield's daughter. Yeah, no she's, kidding. She's I did she's not uh, know that. she's a fine lady, but uh, I I thought well maybe I I didn't really think it was her, but that's fine. The hunt says that he thought it was her. He's a big fan of Law and Order S uh, SVU SUV. Oh, breaks over. Well, considering I, I named my last dog Lando. <laughs> oh, that's true. Wow, and it was a black lab, which probably yeah, could that's get you actually canceled too. That kind of terrible. You know, no, that would have been canceled. <laughs> We're gonna have to edit half you of this what? out, John. I, I'm not gonna fucking edit that part out. Fucking edit this, fucking. fucking it was fucking, many fucking years ago, and it, oh, I, I maintain that Lando is a good dog name. You didn't name. Lando, no, no, I'm not going to get into why you named it that. That's fine. fine. I, I, you, you know, honestly, I, 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 you know, probably unconscious bias, but 
I remember this. Lando's a great like, name. Like, like, yeah, go going through random, you know, pop culture names, and that one came up. It's like that sounds like a great dog name. Let's do it. And the dog so, was wearing a cape, so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he had a, it was, a, it a was, leather cape. <laughs> the dog had such great tasting capes. He had to call. No, he was he was a smooth. <laughs> he was a ladies' man. <laughs> he lived up to oh, his. Hey, Han, you're not yeah. seeing Leia right now, are you? Here I come. No, I used, to, I used to. I used to. I used to warn him that you know, pray, you know, the bargain has been altered. <laughs> pray I don't alter it further or something. <laughs> What were people's he, he feelings on Moff Gideon? Mm. Yeah, he was he was a heavy. Um, Could he yeah, have been a little heavier, or would have that been too much? Was he too subtle? I'm being that I'm being the Rob K character here today. No, no, that's a good point because devil's I mean, advocate. Yeah, I, I, th- I think if someone was underused, then maybe he was. If That's only great. because he is so great in right. Better Call Saul and Breaking Bad. Yeah. Yes, yeah. we well, know you... we know because of those shows what that guy is capable of. And even, even though I haven't seen those shows yet, sorry, but I knew I I knew this guy. I'm supposed to know who this is, so I looked it up. But because I, I was like, I know I'm supposed to know who this is because I it, he was put there. He was cast for this, and. I thought he could have been a little heavier, but but the thing is, would that have been too so over the is, top? This is a kids show, right? Sure. I mean, it's, that, we're that's watching, true, yeah. But isn't it a kids show? We don't want him to be too heavy. Sure. And, yeah. Was it a kids show? Star Wars. Well, is a it's definitely it's definitely a uh, a PG like show. I think. Well, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh no, it's more of a kids show than most of the things the kids watch. But yeah. That's that's true. I mean, how how that's a good point. How bad do they have to be? And and he tends to underplay things. And I think we're so used to the the evil characters being in over Star the Wars. Top. Yeah, except Darth Maul. He was very subtle. <laughs> 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 but otherwise, they're over the top. <laughs> he made up for it with his pointy two sided lightsaber. Well, I, I'm I'm a bit on the fence with him, but but I I enjoyed it, and I get it. As uh, I, I kind of wonder if maybe I I appreciated him more because I just internalize his other shows when he when he plays those characters, oh. and I just maybe I'm put, invest, putting more in there than is actually yeah, I, part. I, the show is better for it because of his presence, and right. but but because he's so good, you just want to see more of him, and you want him to do more, and uh, you you want him to step yeah. on somebody's head, maybe, maybe or something, know, blow someone up, or you know, or do a chokehold thing. I don't know. Or, no, or but, make but, some chicken. No. <laughs> Oh God! What, what are you talking? <laughs> Sorry. No. Breaking Bad. No. No. no, no. Boyos Hermanos. Yeah, Manos Hermanos from Breaking Bad. He runs a chicken. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, edit my part. Everybody else will get it. No, (sighs) I haven't watched Breaking Bad. (gasps) Me either. Okay, Matt. Matt, you and I will do our pilot episode of that one. I think the 
one of the standout scenes, though, was Moff Gideon at that building standoff. Um, and I don't know what episode it was or whatever. That was pretty cool. When he said, well, we're going to, you know, you're not coming out, so we're going to bring in this really big gun now or whatever. I don't know. I'm p- totally not quoting it right. But can, can that actually reminds me of another great scene we should mention is uh, Jason Sudeikis as one of the two stormtroopers oh. that have baby Yoda on their speeder bikes. And they're talking about how crazy Gideon is. And they're yeah, punching that was funny. And they're punching Baby Yoda, and they've got the whole joke about <laughs> when they're shooting, trying to shoot at stuff and missing, and <laughs> right, right, really awesome, really awesome. No. And I think, and I think that was a Taika Waititi directed episode as well. Oh, oh I have no doubt. You guys, you guys know he has a new show out. Show, a new one? yeah. He's doing Leonard he's Letter Kenny three. <laughs> what Letter Kenny? He's not Canadian, Phil. <laughs> no, he could still direct them. No, What's it's, he doing? it's called. Isn't it called the Reservation or something like that? Oh, Reservation Dogs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, yes. You're, you got it. Yeah, I, I just heard about Dogs. this show. What is that so, about? There's a couple of Native Americans I work with who have seen the first two episodes, and they think it's the funniest thing they've ever seen. Oh my god! Yeah, I've heard it's really good. I, I yeah. just just heard about it the other day. Yeah. What? This guy yeah. can do anything. He was Hitler in the movie. <laughs> Yeah, he's, yeah, he's great. I I did the first time I kind he kind of came into my awareness or whatever. I because I there was different shows that I that he was in that I should have seen he's that I didn't. Kiwi I, I but but um was uh he he directed Thor Rankin Rock Fraggle Rock and uh, that was so funny. Yeah. I, it was hilarious. Was, who is this guy? And so I then I watched that funny one. I don't know what that was called. What we do in well, the show? He was Hitler. Oh, that one. Oh, Jojo Rabbit. Yeah. Yeah, Phil, you should see what we do in the shadows. The, the I know. I know. That's on my ever-growing list of things I never watch. Very, very funny. Yeah, you yeah. Probably exactly. need to move it closer to the top. Um, move Breaking Bad down a couple notches and move what we do in the shadows up. No, I one was so. a little more of a commitment. But, I watched yeah. the first episode of Breaking Bad and it was it was really heavy. Yeah, so. well, that's why I won't watch it. I just I I, I need yeah. to escape a little bit more. Not no. into you know like hey I could do meth. But wait, Escaping Matt, the you're seeing, but you've sat all the way through Game of Thrones, though, right? Well, yeah, but <laughs> it's, at the same time, too. we started that from the beginning, or <laughs> actually from, like, season three, and so it's episodic, like uh, like Mandalorian, you know, where you have to wait a, a week, and you don't have to binge. Okay, yeah, I'll, I understand. So I don't like having that whole... Nine seasons of of shows, 120 shows, staring me down. Well, maybe that you understand why we have not watched it yet. Then, <laughs> Game of somebody's Thrones, getting is. nice, or is it a dog? No, you know what? I had to I had to feed Buffy. She was just killing <laughs> me. She was those assholes. She, Buffy and Birdie. She Buffy would not leave me alone, so Buffy had yeah. to get fed. That's what that was. That was nice. They have their schedule. Another character that I looked up it was like this uh, Queel, or I don't know how it's pronounced, but I was like, because it said well, it was played by character? Nick Nolte. And I, I was, was like, going to ask him what you guys thought about him. I was like, 
how is that Nick Nolte? I, I mean, computers I, can do anything, Phil. I, I, it was amazing. I, I like that character. I think it may be one of my favorite characters. I guess I don't know. What was the 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 other? Yeah. What 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 was his little manner of speaking thing that he always? He had a little style of speaking that was different. I he used to use the phrase, was it, I have spoken, I think, that's after right. he said stuff. And yeah, again, I like that. that. That's almost Star Trek-like. And that was, again, another great <laughs> nod to, to old Star Wars fans because he was an Ugnor and they expanded yeah. on a character yeah. that was only seen very briefly in Empire uh, in, in Bespin. So, right. you know, that so was just very clever fan service. They get someone that... that they they take a species that the the fan base is is aware of and make a character out of that 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 species and yeah. it's, it's appreciated. One of my yeah. favorite characters was Greedo, and they didn't do that yet. So maybe in season three, Phil Greedo has his own series now. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and, and Greedo's species is Rodian. Greedo was his name. Right. Well, right. No, yeah. Greedo. What is the species story? that? What is the species called that Baby Yoda is? There is no name. Oh my god! We barely See, know I his didn't... name. Yeah, Grogu. What? We barely. We just learned his name. We don't know anything about his species. And then is it established that that their species is from Dagobah, or is that just where Yoda was living? That's where Yoda. He was, he was hiding out. He was yeah. hiding out there. There was a dead Jedi in that tree. That. Uh, Luke yeah. went into that protect him, protected him from uh, uh, Palpatine to find him. Okay, uh, so that was he was just laying low there, it, it, just like Kenobi on Tatooine. Then it wasn't he was hiding. Okay. He was on the down low. I, I looked at know. some rocks. I stood up. So so we don't know, but but then. So actually, when I first started watching Mandalorian, I thought it happened after the sequels. So I was a little confused because actually, when does it, when does it happen? It happens between after Jedi, right? Yeah, okay. like five years after Jedi, two years after Jedi. I yep. figured it out after a while because I was like, no, that fifty is... years after the prequel, right? So Grogu was <laughs> yeah. was uh, just really I dare say a youngling at that point. Um, <laughs> Uh, and so he's 50 now, so that's about the same age as, as uh, what Vader would be at this point, or would have been. So when, when, when CGI Luke Skywalker shows up, spoiler alert, um, and kicks some ass, and he takes the baby Yoda, I was like, what, what's this? What, sorry, I, forgot, I forgot the name. Mark Hamill? Ba- no, baby Yoda oh. has a name. I know Mark Hamill. Thank you. Anyway, that's easier for you to say. But, uh, you know, he takes them somewhere, and I'm like, okay, now what happens? You know, I was like, because Luke Skywalker's, because if you watch the sequels, Luke is like, I'm not going to deal with this, these uh, Jedi trainers and stuff. The question is that does he go to Luke's academy, and is he part of the whole failure of the Jedi training thing that established in the next you don't yeah, see them in the sequels, so something bad must have happened, right? So yeah, I already bailed. I don't want to read into anything, but <laughs> oh no, there's a lot of questions it. there. 
Maybe so, Kylo so baby, baby Yoda could become a heavy in the next uh, next series. No, I don't know. He he mm-hmm. need a whole jar of human heads <laughs> instead of those little eggs. <laughs> he's gonna eat human human heads. Well, yeah, That's he's terrible. gotta become evil, right? If, oh, if <laughs> yeah, eggs is one thing. Well, they're still little baby fish people, though, aren't they? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I, I like that um, Timothy Oliphant. Uh, oh, yeah, the standalone episode. Yeah, mm-hmm. the Marshal of Moss page. Where they fought the, the Dune Worm. <laughs> oh, that was good. Yeah. <laughs> kind of a good call, call out to kind of old, old style stuff. Do you know yeah. in that episode as well, there was a, a tip of the hat to Deadwood? Oh, of course there was. Well, he was in Deadwood. <laughs> yeah. I know that, well, but, but which the, I haven't seen. But what so is this? The weak way bartender in the episode is uh, W. O. Brown, who played uh, Dan from uh, the Saloon Number Ten in Deadwood. He was. Oh, oh way. wow! That's I did not cool. Catch that. That's yeah, he cool. Was, he, he was the guy cool. that used to work for Al Swearingen and do all his hits and stuff in the Deadwood oh, show. God. Yeah, so <laughs> the weak way was W. O. Brown in that show. Al Swearingen, who is the best, my favorite character on the show, obviously. Deadwood is still on my list of shows (laughs) that I should watch that haven't seen. Phil, how could you have watched every Phantasm and not seen Deadwood? (laughs) This is the question. (laughs) (laughs) I I have no defense. My grandma, my grandma D, she watched Deadwood and she said, I liked it a lot, but it has a lot of swearing. So I don't know. So <laughs> no, I said I'm not going to watch it's that. Pretty HBO, don't, but I don't like swearing. <laughs> I'm kidding. But it has uh, oh what plays Al swearing it the, the guy's name. Uh, he's had a lot of stuff. Oh uh, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. No big mustache. Ian no, they all have mustache. Yeah, Ian McShane. Yeah, he is so good. Yeah, and it just I love that. Not to turn this into a Deadwood thing, but. The, the language they all use, like the, the, the way they talk, is just wild. now. But but wait, this is kind of a Western, really. Mandalorian, they're, they're, yeah, except it's more of a like old, old style Western, yeah, so episodic. Deadwood, Deadwood is not really, I mean, it looks like a, an old Western, but it's I'm not <laughs> it's comparing writing and everything are much different. I'm not comparing Mandalorian to Deadwood because I haven't seen it, okay. but I, I. It is just want to be sure. It's it's definitely heavy on the Western influence. It's not Clean Eastwood or whatever. The character's a little more um, sympathetic or something, I guess. When he, he he'll take his mask well, off and, every and now and then. Speaking of the, the the Mandalorian character is, it, it's interesting to not, he has some interesting background. Obviously, they they do some flashbacks and they get into his um, things with the. You know the the group of I, I'm getting the I'm forgetting the names of what what his people are called, but um, the man the armor and do all the weapon building and all that stuff. But he also has this interesting hatred of droids, which yeah, plays in, and I think it's done pretty well. Well, then I mean, I mean a lot the... of people kind of diss droids throughout the Star Wars world. They're they're, they're second class citizens. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Ever since Han Solo said, or, or that walks in, and, and or, or that scene where where the bartender said, "We don't serve their kind here," 
you know, it, it started with that, and like like droids are these like the minorities or something. But there's a there's a really good scene on in the episode on Trask where uh, Mando he meets up with uh, the other Mandalorians and they refer to his his particular uh, uh, set of Mandalorians as like religious zealots and yeah. their old beliefs like they're they're like the fundamentalist yeah Mandalorians, oh you still don't take your mask off yeah you're right, oh that's right, right. yeah yeah right. They, they i'm taking my pants well. off so they're like what do you mean you don't you've got still got six wives yeah right. <laughs> what <laughs> you don't have six wives and uh think you need mine live a little no five is plenty right so can you imagine so there is there, there, there was, I thought that was a pretty interesting uh, uh, story point that the, he was part of a, a, an old religious set rather than than what Mandalorians are actually like. Well, that gets into the other thing where Moff Gideon is like uh, at, at at kind of towards the end of the series, and uh, what was the thing that they had? It was a special lightsaber or a sword or something. Saber. That yeah, thank you, Matt. But uh, um, he's like, yeah, I, you you two have to fight now to get this to have the leadership of this glass planet. Which I I'm like, the, the planet is glass. There's a lot that that can be explored still for sure. Is it really called the glass planet? I forgot that. I didn't I didn't get catch that part either. But back to back to Mandalorian. Uh, <laughs> Let's forget about it. <laughs> go back to the Mandalorian. He wasn't he adopted by the sect by the clan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. There we go. We're not going to let that doggy win. Come on, Sonda. <laughs> Get him. Which one of yours was that, Matt? That wasn't mine. Oh. No, I was going to blame Buff. Zeus. That, that was Buffy. Buffy again. That was Buffy. Oh, the the vampire slayer. Yeah. Nope, nobody ever suspects the golden retriever. But no, the golden retriever is upset about a couple of birds that just landed in our yard for some reason. So she's going to go figure that out. Okay. Well, I'll expect a report. Oh, John had a race car go by. Yeah. No, there's all sorts of shit here. Yeah. I lost my train of thought. <laughs> so I think it's what safe were we to talking we'll all... about just before? Matt and I had a disagreement or something. Jin was adopted. So you you call it adopted. Yeah. But what was the word they, what was the phrase they used? A foundling. A foundling, mm-hmm. thank you. Mm-hmm. God damn it. Thanks, Matt. <laughs> I'm glad you're here. <laughs> I'm glad to be here. Thank you. Thanks what was uh, so, Paul? You recently went to the uh, before you got your yeast infection at the um, <laughs> at Disney World. At Disney, because he because Matt because Paul had Paul asked had I I don't know that I guess you can evidently have sex with the Wookiee there on one of the rides. You have but, to pay um, extra. A little bit. It's an add-on. Uh, it's a, like a tip or something. You have to save up your points, right? <laughs> yeah. No, you have to have a special bracelet or something. <laughs> but uh, anyway, Paul's feeling a little bit better now. He's had a couple shots, but uh, not tequila. But uh, I'm totally, I'm totally lost my from? train of thought now. 
I'm, I'm way over here now. Where was I? Was no, gonna, was you gonna ask me, Phil, about visiting Star Wars Galaxy's Edge? Was that you what know, that's he was a good trying to do because we 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 can talk yes. about that. Thank you. That's yes. what I was trying to say. Yes. Now, is the, Be, is, before is you the got space herpes. <laughs> Paul, Paul got like muff, muff uh, Tarkin disease or something. You can never get rid of that space herpes, you know. <laughs> They're much you worse than put... normal ones because they have the word space in them. <laughs> I, Paul, did, did you talk... go to Galaxy's Edge? I think we talked about that when he was on last, didn't we? Well, he was there recently, though. Okay, well, how, how was your second experience at, at well, getting space herpes? It was <laughs> this time. This, this visit was better because uh, the the main attract because we went to a special preview last time before it opened. Up oh right, properly. right. So so this was way better because we got to go to uh, uh, Ogre's Cantina this time, which is uh, you know it's it's a rep, it's a replica Star Wars cantina with all themed drinks. Uh, which was amazing, uh, and also their main the main attraction was that now open, which is Rise of the Resistance, uh, which was this amazing kind of fifteen minute experience. I mean, it's not a ride. I mean, there, there's ride portions to it, but it was so much more than that. Uh, I had an amazing fifteen minute experience once. You did with yeah. a droid. <laughs> no. It wasn't the droid you were looking for. Yeah, you call them Sorry. droids. <laughs> That's a sex bot. Sorry, go on. I saw yeah. your pictures of the drinks. They were crazy. Yeah, I mean, the drinks menu was, was really fun. There was like a fuzzy tauntaun, which was like a play on a fuzzy <laughs> navel. Uh, there was, you know, Bespin Fizz, uh, which, you know, all these all these real fun drinks. Out The Outer Rim, which was like a margarita-based drink with this spicy rim on it and they had all these specifically <laughs> spicy rim there's our title <laughs> thank, you. thank you thank you thank you thank you paul spicy and I rim my wife doesn't want to go to this place come on because she likes spicy rims and and they've got all these these exclusively brewed beers that the top breweries have done for them like gamorian ale and bad oh, motivator God. ipa and so they've got this motivator <laughs> Like uh, what else was there that day? Uh, Good morning, now, Bad Motivator IPA. Uh, there were so many fun drinks. Uh, really, really, really good experience. Uh, yeah, the whole the whole thing had got bigger and better. We so we ate and drank there. We got to do the rides, and uh, we had a, we had a really really fun time. And and I would I would say that that is a must do for for big Star Wars fans. At some Matt, point, you got to get there. Matt, are you going there yeah, soon? I'd, I'd love to get there. Yeah. Matt, oh, you're going there. to? You've been there. So after we went came back from New Zealand 2020, uh, this was January 2020. Um, Galaxy's Edge was really just open. Rise of the Resistance wasn't even open yet, so all we got to do was Smuggler's Smuggler's Run. Um, but yeah, we stopped and stayed an extra day and this in uh, Los Angeles just to go. Did you get to do Ogre's Cantina, Matt? No, we didn't. So we didn't know what our timing was going to be like, and we found out that you got to book that about uh, yeah. two months in advance. So yeah, we, we hung around outside for a bit just to look in, but that's that's a, as far as we got. 
Yeah, it's it's you're exactly right. I had to. It, it was about two months out. I had to get the reservations for that. So yeah. Paul Paul had smugglers runs. <laughs> I did. That was all. That was all uh, part of that space infection. Or <laughs> no, that's just a byproduct of space herpes. Basically, space herpes. Yeah. yeah. It, it, as near as I can tell, all of Paul's extremities um, sort of fell out, and he had to have. <laughs> They're put in the bag and put back in surgically, as near as I can tell what happened to Paul. So I'm not going to Disney World anytime soon and Smuggler's Friends, but... These are good! Of course they're good! They're Galactic Sugar Crunchies! Darth Vader, what are you doing here? I'm here to make sure you get a balanced, nutritious meal with nine essential vitamins and isotopes. Icy pulps? Don't get smart. Now eat! Yes, my lord? Hey, kids. If you want to be strong with the Force like me, go out and bug your parents until they buy you some galactic sugar crunchies. Tell them Darth Vader sent you. Uh, you got some milk? Leave that to me. <laughs> some Someday I'll... I'll... I will get there the next time because my family goes there every week or something. <laughs> <laughs> Some member of my family goes. They have to hire. Oh, we'll, my daughter we'll get there is sooner a, or later. My daughter Adeline is a good uh, um, dog watcher. If you need a dog sitter, if you need a dog sitter. Hey, that don't, that don't laugh. That might happen. She's kind of expensive. That's fine. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. I I uh, I just keep thinking of. Uh, Space herpes, so that we can't keep talking about that. Are we done? <laughs> Anything else anybody wants to point out about the Mandalorian? Or... We're gonna we'll clean this up. This is wrong. I the the end. I have to say the end. The end credits are probably the best end credits of any show that I've seen. I don't oh, know yeah. how long. Yeah. I, I love the end credits. Yeah, they're awesome, aren't they, Phil? I totally, I, I totally agree. I totally, they're so awesome. They're so I, I don't even know what to say. I, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the music and the, uh, you know, All highlighting certain scenes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh my god, I love the end scenes. Fine. It's a great way to get you to to, to watch them, considering yeah. that most shows they they it's over in two seconds. And then you hit the button. No, they they even like put the end credits like on a different screen, kind of a sub screen in the yeah. uh, the corner while the next show is loading. They make you work for it. They make you work for it. That's right. Fine. <laughs> Don't mind Phil. You have to go to the dentist today. Oh, the dentist. We're going to talk about the dentist. Did they have dentists? Oh, that'll on... be our topic next time. Did they have dentists at uh, on on uh, Tatooine? Well, if you if you have the Mandalorian helmet, you don't need to go to the dentist. No, that's not true. They they still have teeth issues. It doesn't protect protect what's inside from decaying. It, that that Mandalorian armor is pretty cool, though. No, I was trying to say the planet was made into glass. They said that the Mandalorian planet. What happened? What, wait, wait. What, I thought that was somebody else's planet. No. What happened to it? I, the glass. Oh, we're oh. back to the glass planet. Again. This. Okay. Yeah, I don't remember that. This is odd. Okay. No. I think I, you're I, making oh, this up. 
No, the Mandalorian planet was Fantasm? turned to glass. No, it was turned to glass. I'm almost sure that was part of Phantasm Four. <laughs> oh, it's a giant glass ball. <laughs> it's got some spikes coming out of it. Oh, everyone needs season. to rewatch it. We'll, we'll figure that out in season three, which evidently, I'm guessing, they're already working on and doing because yeah. I, I had read at some point that that uh, Cara Dune character was written out of it so yeah she's gone i think we'll see book of boba fett before season three and we may even see the ahsoka atana uh show before that as well oh shit they're gonna do a whole show about her yep now see from watching the clone wars it was fun to see her show up again yeah i'm getting rosario i thought rosario dawson was a great person to do that role uh yeah you know, from what I'd read and the artwork I'd seen, and because uh, I didn't watch the show, uh, but but I'm I'm excited to see that. I, th- I think that that could be really good. I think I need to finish Clone Wars someday. I think Ashoka, they better do something with her character that redeems herself because I I find her to be an em- the enemy of the Jedi right now, and I and Ooh. I don't I don't really like her. Oh no! No, that's not cool. Matt's a purist. Well, if you can't if you can't root for the Jedi, who can you root for? Well, yeah, well, they're not they're not great people. Okay, I get it. They, they <laughs> kidnap kids and uh, and hold them against no foundlings or something. Well, no, that's revisionist that's history here. <laughs> but I just she's such she was such a whiner uh, on the on the at least the early parts of uh, of Clone Wars. So they better do something to make her feel better. But, I mean, it looks like she had gained some wisdom in the episode that we saw her in. Right. So maybe, maybe sure, there'll be something sure. there. Oh, there's been quite a few years from the episodes I had seen. I'm not the same person I was 30 years ago, so maybe she's not. Uh, and but but and yet, Werner Herzog is the same person he was 13 years ago. <laughs> and in well, everything he's ever in, but it's still yeah, always true. Yeah. Yes. Oh. It's Werner Herzog as Werner Herzog. <laughs> yeah, he does play himself. <laughs> but it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, yeah no, why not? There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Muff Herzog. Well, I don't know. Anything else you got, John? No, I I, I need to watch it again because I've forgotten half of it, apparently. So. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll have to do, watch it again before the next season comes when out. is the th- when is it, so they're going to do Boba Fett before the third season of Mandalorian? Well, I, Boba I'm Fett's going to come out in December. Yeah, yeah. Holy shit! I feel like we're in a Star Wars pause right now. We need I, it. Yeah, yeah. No, they. I'm not, I'm not complaining. <laughs> they, 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 Good while, point. It was so crazy fast. They, 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 yeah, they were coming such rapid fire with the movies that that's why Solo got such a bad rap because it just came so yeah. rapid fire and they wanted to get it out. And so they fired whoever was uh, directing it and hired Ron Howard. And oh, that's right. Yes. And... Yeah. They yeah. They originally had the brothers that did the uh, Lego movies as the directors. Oh, yeah. Chris Lord and. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But I didn't oh, think man. that was horrible. I didn't think Solo was. No, horrible. it's it, it's not horrible at all. I, I haven't seen it yet, but I'm look. I I, I want to watch it. 
it, it's Does it have a uh, baby Lando? And, and the the, wor- the worst thing I can say about Solo is that it, it, it's the kind of thing that nobody really asked for. Yeah. Like, yeah. like you know, Han no. Solo is such a, a, a fully baked character. Right. As it is, that an origin story doesn't add that much to it, even though it's entertaining and well done. Yeah, and well, stuff. yeah, yeah. I, 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 I haven't seen it's it. Fine. Yet, I, but... It's fine. Like, now we know how he did the Kessel Run. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, thank like, goodness. Like these little bits of pieces, like yeah, that's kind of fun. But yeah, yeah. we don't need to see that. that. That's much. just part. That's just part of the lore. And and that's how I feel about it. It was fun. I enjoyed it, but it, it wasn't great. I really loved Rogue One though. I really well, I think that was wasn't better. Yeah. yeah. I loved Rogue One too. Don't get me wrong, but there was—I uh, really thought they would have should have done something with uh, what? What was her name? Mon Mothma, when yeah. she was talking about many Bothans died to get us this. Yeah. So where were the Bothans in this whole? Uh, right. Yeah. Right. You know what? That was what I thought when I when I originally saw the concept of what what it was about. That's what I thought it was going to be about. Well, yeah, and I oh. thought maybe at the end they would call these. The yeah. sort of squadron, the Bothans, but uh, right, they just never did. Right, that's yeah, that's true. kind of yeah. a misstep there. Yeah, 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 yeah that's true. But I did, I did love it. I mean, like, I thought it looked yeah. great. Uh, I, I enjoyed the story. I enjoyed a ton of the scenes. I had a lot, yeah, I had a lot of fun with that movie. And you know, no matter how you feel about the way they the CG at the end of it worked. Even if you didn't think it was very effective, uh, it's still satisfying to have yes. that tied up in a bow like that. Yes. It, it provided yeah. a seamless transition to, to uh, yes. New Hope. Yes. It really exactly. made you uh, fear Darth Vader a lot more. Yeah. That, that, yeah, that, that's true. Crazy. If I ever decide to have kids, I'm going to make them watch Rogue One before episode uh, four. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy, you're, you're messing with kids no, that's a good decision right there that's a good decision i having kids no, that's a oh, terrible decision, <laughs> terrible decision. No. Like, oh, no. very expensive as well <laughs> I, i'm gonna name my kid muff tarkenton <laughs> wow not no, to, Matt, Matt, not Matt to the vikings adopt some more dogs that's okay not to the vikings and star wars that that so works oh Oh, there's so many things i want to talk to you both about but we'll have to do that another time matt and paul are both runners i want to get into that that's right christian e talk talk about shoes his his wife uh amy e are runners too i i want to have a runner's show I want to. I want to. I want to understand this running thing. I don't run unless somebody's chasing me. So that's, I, I did not win my last race, but I did not get last. I did lose I did the ride. Best. Yeah. Maybe that's the point, right? Yes. It is. If the somebody, point. if you're last and somebody's ahead of you, I guess you got to take them out a little bit. You know, just kind of thwack them. Oh no! You just pull up with a hamstring. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not last. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd be last. Somebody's got to be last. We can count on you, Phil. Okay. So I'm last tonight. Yeah. Thanks everyone for being here on the Mandalorian. Yeah, um, this was really fun. I don't know what to call it. 
what we, we got, worked we hard to, to get here. <laughs> I but well no, because because Paul had space herpes. But I'm trying to <laughs> don't have sex with a Wookiee, ladies and gentlemen. But I, I'm trying to figure out what we're going to call Even if this. It is life day. Episode sixty six is going to be yeah. uh, Mandalorian Fest. Oh my god. Oh, I know. We're getting it's getting a little weird. We have a lot of people clamoring to be on episode sixty nine for some reason. I don't know. <laughs> we might have. That. I'm going to take a vacation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to leave that one. You can, I'll have, you uh, can be solo. Yeah. I'll have my six wives show up on that one. Right. All right. I'll tell Can't you what. Sit. I'll take the. I'll take it. Take it off and <laughs> guest host all of my sisters. No, I'm not going to. Sister. <laughs> See, I worked it in somewhere. Yeah. Thanks. Well, everyone. thanks a lot, guys. I appreciate Bye, guys. Email us if you come up with a name for this. <laughs> right if you get work. <laughs> right if you get work. <laughs> Good night That's and God right. bless. God okay. Speed. Good night, everybody. Good um, night. And here's a Thank song. There's <laughs> Space for bees. I had a little nookie with my favorite Wookiee. Her name was Chal Grasdu, and she showed me a thing or two. But we had a little tiff, more like a time-space riff. Her shots weren't up to date, and it turned out that my fate was to get a case of the dread disease known across all the parsecs as Space Herpes. Space Herpes is more than a standard STD. It's a virus mixed with glowing cooties like a brainworm on your corpus callosum. Fungus grows upon your scrotum. It falls off if you much as cough, and you'll get sores on your old grandma's. Space Herpes. I hauled ass to a Haven class. It was clear I had to see it to one B. It took one look at me, and it asked if it hurt when I pee. Why does it hurt when I pee? It hurts when I do anything. But yes, it does sting my diggling. It gave me four shots and seven pills It stopped the chills till I got the bill I'll never have sex with a Wookiee for my thrills I'm heading back to the old Black Hills Face her bees It's more than a standard STDs It's a virus mixed with glowing cooties Like a brainworm on your corpus callosum Fungus grows upon your scrotum Your soup falls off if you much as cough And you'll get sores on your old grand moth Space Herpes.